I'm your host, Derek, and this is my wife. Hey, everyone. As you said, I'm his wife, and my name is Tony. This podcast is going to be basically, I'm going to dissect um, some conspiracy theories that I've uh, been researching and uh, reading about for roughly 10 years, and my wife doesn't know quite as much about conspiracies, um, so a lot of these... um, things that we're going to dissect, she doesn't know virtually anything about them other than the very basic level. So pretty much like whatever the official narrative is of a conspiracy, she knows mostly that, but um, maybe slightly bit more. Uh, So we're just going to go through the points of whatever the conspiracy is, and she is going to give her basic basic cold, um, her cold uh, explanation of what she thinks happened or if she thinks it's a conspiracy or maybe she thinks the the official narrative is correct uh, but either way it's going to be a conversation uh, about conspiracies and our first episode is going to be about um, the impossibility of Lee Harvey Oswald shooting JFK um, that's basically our first episode um, and I just like to point out that this podcast is not for the weak-minded, so if you're easily butthurt, if you want me to guess your preferred gender pronoun upon first meeting or are uh, wanting me to use politically correct um, lingo and you don't understand sarcasm, or you simply don't like the sound of our voices, then I rec- recommend you finding the nearest exit. This podcast won't be for you. Yeah, we're, we don't participate in any of the political correct things so we talk just however we talk with no filter no um we're just normal people and we just want to have a conversation and like that's it yeah it's a conversation between a husband and a wife uh that we have all the time about different conspiracies uh just different thoughts that we have and there's no filter and no um anyone telling us what to do so uh, if you can handle that, then uh, keep listening. If not, then, you know, you'll have to find something else. Okay, so basically this uh, episode is about Lee Harvey Oswald shooting JFK. The official story, the official narrative of the Warren Commission, which the Warren Con- Commission was the commission that was uh, started after JFK was shot. Um, to investigate the assassination of John F. Kennedy. Uh, So the official narrative of the Warren Commission was that um, President Kennedy was assassinated by a lone gunman, Lee Harvey Oswald, who acted entirely on his own, firing three shots from his sniper's nest on the sixth floor of the Texas School Book Depository Building. Um, From behind the president's motorcade with a man-licker Carcano 6.5 millimeter Italian rifle that was owned by the assassin. Only three shots were fired and they all came from the rear after the motorcade had passed the window of that building. Approximately 45 minutes after killing uh, the president, the same assassin, assassin Lee Harvey Oswald, shot uh, Dallas officer J.D. Tippett 
in a different section of town and then was arrested in a, in a nearby movie theater. The Warren Commission, a body of elite officials entrusted with the official investigation, found no evidence that Oswald was involved with any person or group in a conspiracy to assassinate the president. There was no evidence to support the speculation that Oswald was an agent, employee, or informant of the FBI, the CIA, or any other governmental agency. No direct or indirect relationship between Lee Harvey Oswald and Jack Ruby. Jack Ruby was the guy who shot Lee Harvey Oswald um, two days after JFK was assassinated. So Jack Ruby killed Lee Harvey Oswald. There was, they found no link between Lee Harvey Oswald and Jack Ruby, who was the Dallas nightclub owner who murdered Oswald two days after the assassination, and no evidence of a conspiracy, subversion, or disloyalty to the U.S. government by any federal, state, or local official. So that is basically the official story of the Warren Commission uh, that they convened after JFK was assassinated. So what do you think, how, how does that official story, hearing it read, and your just general knowledge of um, the story sound? Well, right off the bat, I have a couple, I actually wrote some down while you were talking because I have a couple questions right off the bat. First, how do they know that he worked alone? How do they know that? That Oswald worked alone. They, um, they basically just said that they throughout. I know they said that, but how do they know that? Like, is there evidence proving that yes, for sure, he worked alone? Like that the is there any? They any they evidence of that? there's no evidence. No, that he was the lone gunman. So they're just saying that. There's just there's no there's nothing pointing to that that like for sure. They worked alone, like no physical evidence. Of no, the, there is a bunch of evidence that they used during the trial and during the Warren Commission, but almost all the evidence points to it not being a lone gunman. But they wanted to make sure that Lee Harvey Oswald was the shooter. And from the beginning of the trial, they set out to make it known they didn't want to have any other theories put. Okay, so branching off of that then, what was some of the evidence pointing to the fact that it was not um, a lone gunman? Well, the evidence that Lee Harvey Oswald um, was not a lone gunman is a shitload. <laughs> uh, so basically, they say that Lee Harvey Oswald shot John F. Kennedy from the sixth floor of the Book Depository building um, with a Italian... Uh, Carcano rifle, which is bolt action. He fired three shots, uh, two of which were headshots, one, and one uh, missed and hit the uh, governor. That's what they say happened. That he shot uh, JFK, a moving target, in, and that he shot him not while he passed, but the motorcade was moving away from the book depository building when he fired the shots which you know you would think what would you think if I just said just said that now where do you think all the um, evidence of JFK his body how do you think his head looked if he was shot um, JFK from the rear you know he shot him 
after the motorcade had passed by him is when he like shot. What do I think that his head would look like if he was shot from behind? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Well, I would assume there'd be a small entrance wound in the back of his head and that the front of his head would like not really be there. I That's what I would assume. Right. That's, so that's not... That wasn't the case. His wounds appeared to be from the front and... So entering the front, exiting the back. Basically, so yeah. basically, like literally the exact basically opposite of what the, I just the said. opposite of what you said. Okay. For for what uh, for what JFK JFK looked like, um, Oswald would have had to have shot as the motorcade was headed towards that building, but the angles weren't correct. There's no way he could have shot from that angle. Um, and even if he did, the whole story with the gun is falls apart pretty quickly if you've ever shot a bolt action rifle. But so they say he shot him. They he got off three shots in ten seconds, and two hit him in the head. Uh, so they tried to replicate this scenario with okay. a professional. Um, so one of the guys that tried to repl replicate this um, shot was Carlos H Hathcock. So Carlos Hathcock was the most... Was he half-cocked? <laughs> I would say he's probably full-cocked. He, he was the um, most decorated and he had the second number or the highest number of confirmed kills in Vietnam. Um, he's a sniper legend. Uh, to this day. So he should know exactly what he's doing and how to do it if if asked. He, any sniper knows, Carlos Hathcock, that, I mean, <laughs> he taught U.S. Marine Corps Sniper School at Quantico, Virginia, for uh, God knows how many years. I mean, he's, he's basically the authority, especially at that time, during the Warren Commission, uh, and later, up until his death. He was like one of the leading authorities in the world on snipe, sniping. Mm -hmm. So he put together the same scenario that Oswald was supposedly, um, he was supposed supposed to have done. Mm -hmm. and, and he could not replicate. Har Carlos Hathcock could not rec replicate. He couldn't duplicate the scenario. So one of Hathcock's uh, famous stories is that he shot an enemy sniper through the scope um, at like 300 meters or, or more. I can't remember the exact distance, but that was one of the things that made him so famous was that he, during a counter sniper operation, shot an enemy sniper and the bullet went through that sniper's scope and killed him. So oh, shit, that's insane. He, his nickname was White Feather. He is... Uh, if anyone could fucking make this shot... It should be him. It should be him, especially at that time. Because, you know, obviously now it'd be way easier right. to attempt the shot with our current technology we have. But at that time, he was the lead, the best. And he had the... the um, you know, he had better tools to use at that time, but he replicated the... With the, the exact same, with yeah. the same cell gun, yeah, and with and he the do it. yeah, with the same gun, couldn't do it. Um, but I have to wonder: was he? Um, I mean, 
you know, you actually were a sniper as well, and mm-hmm. you had, like, specific guns that you used. I wonder, was he just not, um, was he not familiar with that kind of gun? Did he not use that type of gun a lot, you know? Would well, that, that, that have hindered him from doing that? That type of um, bolt-action rifle is not uh, good. It's not a good one. Mm-hmm. It's a cheap, cheapo. <laughs> I mean, uh, that if I were to select a rifle, especially at that time, I would not have picked that. Most anyone who's going to try to shoot someone from a distance um, and isn't a professional like Carlos Hathcock, I would have picked a better rifle. But he picked a shit shit one. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't just that Carlos Hathcock wasn't familiar with that rifle. Just it wasn't a good rifle. But, I mean, he was super familiar with bolt action. Okay. So he... So bolt he, action so was again, not an he issue. Should have, he should have known how to use how to use that gun pretty well. Yes, he okay. he should have known how to use that style perfectly fine, and any trained sniper can, um, you know, rack around, uh, you know, pull the bolt back, rack around, and get another shot on target pretty fast. Mm-hmm. But no one can get a shot on target with a bolt action rifle with a shitty scope from that era with two shots, two headshots at a a moving target (laughs) from that distance. There's just no fucking way. And Hathcock basically demonstrated that. So he he already basically debunked that theory right off the bat. Pretty much. But also he, um, he, his um, test that he did at Quantico was... Uh, they also did another test. Um, you know, the test was also performed by um, the Warren Commission themselves, and the same same thing. <laughs> no one's been able. So to, even the people saying that this happened redid it and still couldn't right, do it either. No one ever fucking able. Well, that's fucking. I mean, way to prove your case, huh, guys? Right. No one has ever been able to. Okay. Um. So yeah, that's one of the things. Okay. That's just one, one All thing. Right, so my other question was, because you said that that other dude shot Oswald. Well, if they knew Oswald had done it, why the fuck didn't they just arrest Oswald right away then? Like, why was he left free for two days to get shot by this other fucker? He was apprehended later. Um, Oswald was apprehended later. Um, so then how was he shot? He was shot in police custody by Jack Ruby two days later. He was being escorted in handcuffs out of the jail, headed to another location. Okay. And that's when Jack Ruby shot him, assassinated him. Who was Ruby and why did he want to shoot Oswald? He just just liked the president that much and he's like, fuck it, I guess I'll kill this guy? Yeah, that's never been determined. They can't figure out why... No, um, but there's shadowy, weird connections between Jack Ruby and Lee Harvey Oswald. Who, Lee, uh, Jack Ruby was a strip club owner in Dallas who nice. had possible connections to the mob. Mm-hmm. And Lee Harvey Oswald was connected to Ruby weirdly in a, in a weird way also um, that was later to be later found out. Um, because I think Oswald was like a uh, informant or something, 
for the FBI or some weird shit was going on, and he was he had had uh, info or he had known Ruby in some way. Uh, that was it was that was the, that was later found out, but at the time, they're basically like, "Oh fuck, I don't know." Jack Ruby shot him. He must have fucking just was pissed that it, <laughs> JFK okay. was shot. But later, you know, they determined, no, he fucking knew him basically, and who fucking knows? I mean, what I would think is he was paid or ordered to kill him mm-hmm. because he was being blackmailed or well you'd think he'd have to know um something because if if oswald was in police custody getting transferred somewhere else ruby's just what walking around with this gun like oh here's my opportunity like how did he know or was it like was well, it well that he was getting transferred to another yeah, place or what pretty much because you know at that time in 1963 that was the that was r 911 well right I so mean, i'm sure was, it was the talk of the town but like a lot of times you know, they don't talk about necessarily, like, when someone's being transferred into where and, like, the exact moment they're going to leave this facility and go to this facility or whatever. I think it was well known what that he was being transferred to another place at that time. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Because there was, like, reporters and uh, there's a picture of it, of his assassination, okay. of Oswald. Yeah, but reporters are different. Reporters, like, just sulk around waiting for that shit to happen. Yeah. So that's a little different. So I can see reporters. Yeah. But I mean, if they're, you know, if that was like something they talked about in the newspaper, like, oh, Oswald's going to be transferred on this date um, to wherever, you know, then I understand. But. Yeah. Okay. What other evidence is there to support either side? The, you know, like the, the conspiracy theory side or the, or the legit side, whatever you want to say. I don't know what you call that. There's hardly that? any evidence to support the fact of Oswald being a lone gunman. There, there's really, it's all circumstantial um, evidence. There's, there's very little. Okay, so then I want, so I like true crime. Okay, stuff, so whatever. I want to know the physical evidence. Tell so, me that because the, the the other stuff doesn't make doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. Yeah, and since there was never a trial with <laughs> Lee Harvey Oswald, they never. Did, tried any of this because he was dead. Right. It's like, oh, well, we got him. He's fucking dead. Right. The end. But, so, what they recovered and what they used to say Oswald was a killer was they recovered the gun, the rifle, um, and they said that there was, they, they said they found the rifle in, on the sixth floor, um, and it had his fingerprints on it, and, um, that's it. They, you know, that's it. That that was. That's the only physical evidence they have. Physical, yeah. That's pretty much the only physical evidence that Lee Harvey Oswald was the one handling that rifle and that he shot him. And what's their motive for? Like, what's their motive? What? what why did he want to kill JFK? What was the? What was the reasoning? Um, I don't know if there ever was a reasoning that they gave that Lee Harvey Oswald there wanted. Was no official reason why. I don't think so. I think he just, uh, they had made some um, remarks that uh, Oswald was a uh, defected communist, uh, that he was like a Cuban revolutionary who was trying to overthrow the government, basically, and that he was a part of this plot to try to overthrow the government. And that he, and he's going to do that with a shitty-ass gun from a warehouse? Right, right. That mm. he was a part of this plot with these Cubans that he was like pissed he was pissed about the Cuban Missile Crisis 
and all this anti-communist Cuban shit going on. Because before JFK was murdered, um, the Cuban Missile Crisis had happened. There was a lot of anti-Cuban, anti-commie shit going on at that time. And they pretty much said that Lee Harvey Oswald was uh, pissed about it. That's kind of like the official idea why he shot JFK, well, according you know, to them. I'm really pissed that Target got rid of my favorite kind of flip-flops I've been buying for eight years, but I have not shot the CEO of Target yet. i just like to point that out. Yeah, that's probably wise. Mm. But yeah, they don't really have much um, as to why he would have been the one. And I think when he was getting uh, booked or when he was getting put into the cop car or something... He's uh, famously said uh, that he was a patsy, <laughs> which, you know, patsy is just someone they pin the blame on. Right. You know. Uh, but yeah, there's no... So of those uh, actual physical evidence, which is the gun. So they found the gun, which was that, you know, 6.5 millimeter Italian uh, Carcano. That was the type of rifle but according to some police officers on the scene in their police report they put that um the rifle they found was a mauser 765 mauser not a carcano and they have multiple people who were at the scene that found the rifle that day um in their report saying that it was a mauser and you know, they're, those are police officers saying it who are familiar with being able to see a rifle and know what it is. Right. Um, the other part about the rifle was when they found the rifle and processed it, they used... Um, it didn't have a magazine. There was no magazine with the rifle. So on bolt action rifles... Uh, some have internal magazines and some have detachable magazines. So if you don't have a magazine in the rifle, you have to physically pull the bolt back, put the round into the chamber, and then push the bolt back forward and lock it. If there's no magazine in there, that means you got to do that for every single round. Mm -hmm. So, so it would have taken a lot of time. I mean, to do that. no one. The only reason you you don't do that unless there's some. You're trying to be super quiet. You know, there's no reason to do that unless it's a, it's weird. And you can't do it fast. You can't do it fast. No fucking way. Uh, you need a magazine. So, like, within the time frame that they say that the shots were fired, like, it wouldn't have been possible with that gun, is what you're saying? Not the way that they found it in. Okay. There was no magazine. Also, the scope was, um, didn't have the proper uh, scope rings mounted on it, onto it. So... You can't just put a scope on a rifle. You can, but you need to zero it, or else the shots are going to be God knows where. Anyway, you, you and I have actually like done that. We've zeroed out your guns before, and there's a huge difference between just shooting the gun with a scope on it, not zeroed versus zeroed. Like it'll just, you know, what you're aiming at, it's not gonna. No. It's not gonna shoot. It's not gonna hit that. Right. So th when they when they process the rifle, it did not have the proper scope rings on the rifle. Meaning that there's no fucking way that you could shoot an accurate shot <laughs> with that rifle. And it's not easy to just take take the scope off and on. 
every time you take the scope on and off a rifle, you lose your zero unless you're adhering to all the, you know, proper uh, spec specifications. And, and uh, but that just wasn't the case. And uh, so that's one thing about the uh, scope. You know, it wasn't zeroed, no fucking magazine. And the fingerprints they said that they found were um, partial prints uh, that could be, um, that you would find the prints. You know, you find the prints. In like a, you would assume like on the trigger. <laughs> on the trigger, on the, on the, the hand. The, under the barrel part or whatever. Yeah, that, on the hand guard, uh, at least of your right hand, depending on if you're left handed. Right, depending on how you hold it. So, you know, and they found a partial on a non-specific place where you would find it. Uh, and then also the rifle um, had a weird chain of custody when they found it. It like didn't go directly from the scene to the fucking uh, evidence room. It, so the evidence was mishandled. So theoretically you think that they couldn't even use that. Right. And if also, they wanted to go to trial. Right. And also, Convenient. Um, mm -hmm. the funeral home directors uh, documented that the FBI or whoever was handling the case at that time, um, shortly after um, Oswald was uh, at the funeral home, that they demanded to be alone with the body for a period of time. And that when they came back out, um, there was ink on the hand of the of Oswald and they had to wash it off. So, so they possibly they took, possibly took fingerprints from yeah, Oswald's dead body. Yeah, and just put it on that Italian Carcano that they said, you know. Oh lordy. All right. So there's like 20 different things about the rifle itself. The the other thing about the rifle they um there's no way that he could have carried the the rifle so pretend you're lee harvey oswald how do you get a rifle Hello, i'm lee harvey oswald <laughs> yeah i mean how do you get a rifle this is a hunting rifle like the rifle i used to shoot the deer yeah last year how would i get that not in a case just how do i get that rifle in a building how would i do that Without looking like a complete retard, yeah. I don't know. I apologize if you can hear our puppy. She's yipping at one of our other dogs. Okay. Yeah, so if you're um, trying to get a rifle into a building, how could you get a rifle into a building? Like I said, without looking like a complete moron, I don't know. Because, I mean, I guess theoretically you could, like shove the barrel down your pant leg and have it in a, you know, like have the top part like in your shirt slash in a coat or something, but you're not going to walk right. But to play devil's advocate, say you did do that. Say that's what you did. Say you shoved it down your fucking pant leg, mm -hmm. walking like a fucking moron, got a coat on, or I don't know, maybe even a trench coat, but say you're walking around like a dipshit. How many people are even going to question you? Because I've seen people walking around like dipshits. I've seen people blatantly acting like dipshits out in public. And I don't say shit because, I don't know, you do you, man. You know? So, I guess you're, I mean, yeah. I don't think without looking like an idiot you could help it. But how many people are going to question you even if you look like an idiot? 
So yeah. I could see someone getting away with that because most people just don't pay attention. Or even if they do notice it, they're just not going to question it because they don't know you, they don't want to, they got shit to do, or they just don't want confrontation. So I could see a gun getting in there somehow. And that's just if he had it on his person, not even in something or, you know, hidden somewhere else and then somehow snuck in. I don't know. But I'm just saying if he physically had it on his person and he was doing that, like, I don't know that people would know. I mean, even now, people are always on their phones or they're just distracted or they just don't want to deal with other people at all. So I could see someone getting a gun into a building. I could probably do it right now, walking into Walmart with a giant hunting rifle, if I really wanted to. Because is somebody really gonna question me if I'm limping around like a dipshit? <laughs> they I don't would just think, so. think like, what the fuck's wrong? Yeah, they're gonna think bitch. that person's weird. Okay, move along with my day. So, I could see someone. Do I could see it happening? I, that's all. I, I, right. The only sense. other thing with that too is that it was on the sixth floor, and the elevator wasn't working been like proven that it wasn't working yeah so it, so had, to, so it had, had to be to, on him some way somehow yeah he would have had but to i'm walk. just saying i do think that it is it is possible unlikely without being seen or noticed but even if people did see or notice like would they have stopped him questioned him i think not however you'd think then there would be a witness like yeah i did see him he was walking stupid and was there any of that no there there were some witnesses that placed Oswald because he did he worked there he did right. he did so work he there. did work they he, they would not go um, it's like, not like he just showed up to that right, building right. And he shot. wouldn't he wouldn't be out of place at this right. facility yeah there were witnesses that worked there that did place him there at that time in the building but the witnesses place Oswald on the second floor one lady uh, says she distinctly remembers seeing Oswald looking very calm holding a coca-cola on the second floor roughly around the same time of uh, the shot the shots and then another uh, that's also what oswald said that he was eating lunch and then he went up to the second floor to go get a coke and two other people that were eating lunch also said um he was on the first floor eating lunch at that time so by all accounts his story would kind of check out as far as his co-workers. Right. There's no witnesses really saying that he was on the sixth floor or like he was all sweaty and he was, you know, because to get from the sixth floor down to the second floor in time for this lady to see him. He would have to be running. He would have to be running down the stairs. Probably sprinting. And actually. not looking very calm and probably not drinking a soda. Right. Calmly, uh, you know. So would there is there like a reason why... Um like officials or FBI or whoever would want to pin this on Oswald specifically and not someone else? Is there like a reason that he was targeted or he just a random guy that was kind of like, oops? No, not yeah. random at all. Not random. Okay. He was in the Marine Corps. Okay. Um, when he was in the Marine Corps, he was um, a radar technician guy. So in, in the Marine Corps, you can... Uh, everyone's a rifleman in the Marine Corps. But not everyone is in the infantry. Uh, okay. But everyone has to qualify with their rifles to pass basic training. And Oswald did pass basic training, um, but he didn't become an infantryman. But in his basic training, he qualified as a marksman, which is the lowest level. 
So, you know, they have a score sheet on how many targets you hit out of whatever number. Right. And he scored the lowest amount to pass, basically. You know, slightly above the lowest amount mm -hmm. just to pass the test okay. to graduate basic training. Then he went to become a radar. It wasn't like he was a sniper in the Marine Corps who was a, just, you know, he was just another Marine like any other Marine. You know, I, I'm sure he could shoot a rifle and, you know, was proficient with a rifle somewhat better than you, probably, but not, he wasn't a sniper and he wasn't in the infantry. So he, it wasn't like his primary job was handle weapons all day long and do shooting all day long. You know, when you're in the infantry, all you do is fuck around with weapons all day. Yeah. So he was just a radar technician guy. Um, no... Um, expertise, no expertise in uh, but, shooting. Okay, but that doesn't really answer my question, I guess. Like, why would they want him specifically? You think, if anything, they'd want someone who is proficient. Oh, oh um, yeah, they wanted him. Uh, I think they wanted to use him because he was a informant. And there's all kinds of, oh. there's all kinds of uh, sketchy details of, between, of Oswald going to Russia and um, all kinds of weird shit between... Uh, the FBI being him being an official F FBI informant, weird shit with the CIA. So um, basically, like every other like story, every other story, he, constantly he, over he and over again. He knew too much, and he knew like, too much. Maybe not even knew too much. He may have just been, you know, let's just look at. Well, let's get our list of losers that we use constantly. For, yeah, that or let's tie up some loose ends or people that don't matter. We don't yeah, need them anymore. Yeah, we we're blah, blah, sick blah. of JFK. Fuck him. We got to kill him. Uh, okay, who can we pin this on? Oswald is an informant. He's gone back and forth to Russia. He has ties to this communi communist. He was a Marine. I mean, it's somewhat plausible that this all could have happened. And, you know, especially in 1963, you know... It's not like everyone had a phone. Everyone is paying. The the people weren't used to um, conspiracies at that time. The people weren't used to the government um, swindling them mm -hmm. constantly, um, like we are now. You know, right. they hadn't even officially started in Vietnam. Uh, maybe they had covertly, but they hadn't officially even started started with Vietnam at that time so you know it wasn't until the late 60s and 70s that people started um being freaked out by the government and all their crazy shit that they do so in, in 1963 people were like oswald all right right i mean so i guess the biggest it. question of all in my mind after listening to some of this is who did kill jfk then in like you, you know as a conspiracy person like who do you think did kill him and why like what what would be the reasoning then I think that it was a conspiracy between who knows how many different people and I think that they probably used multiple shooters on the ground level um, you know that would be the easiest way to kill know, but what would be the what would be the motive for I don't know on the inside or whoever to, to kill him you know if it wasn't Lee Harvey Oswald then why well at that time in 1963 JFK was um, doing a bunch of shit that the government 
you know, the government always wants to expand its power as much as possible. Uh, so he was doing things that they didn't like. He was um, trying to disband the CIA. Um, he had a thing against the Federal Reserve. Um, he had he basically had every uh, thing that the deep state or whatever you want to call it hates. And I think that whoever was uh, or whoever was involved in the conspiracy to kill JFK, um, you know, they needed him out as president and they needed um, LBJ in um, because he was going to go along with the plan with Vietnam, um, with all the things that they wanted to get done in the country. Uh, he was on board with and JFK wasn't on board with. So they needed to get rid of him. He wasn't uh, on board with their program. Okay. Uh, so I think that whoever was in charge, uh, you know, whoever really runs the government, uh, came up with a conspiracy and basically uh, tried to just cover all their bases, most likely. Well, I mean, mm. again, I haven't researched it like you have, but listening to all of this, it doesn't really sound like they have covered all their bases all that well. They gave you pretty pretty blanketed, bland information and didn't think of all the different angles. Because I don't know much about the, I mean, I know about it, but I don't know much about it from either standpoint. Mm -hmm. um, but one thing is that I have watched the video before of JFK getting shot. I have seen that. This is a brute, this is a Pruder film, is what it's called. Some guy was there videoing uh, with right. a, a eight millimeter. Like or whatever. I've seen Jackie like reach over to, you know, grab him and everything. There's, I don't know how high, you know, six stories is. And I'm trying to envision it in my head. Uh, it's like but, 60 feet. Yeah. So from the video that I have seen, well, I'm sure if you're listening to this, you probably have seen it as well. But there, in my opinion, take it for what it's worth, there's no way that it could be from that high up. Because just the, just the angle in which he like jolts, you know, like jolts, I guess. Well, that's the first, that's the first thing. Like I said, you know, if it was an entrance wound to the back of his head and out the front or whatever the way he falls is completely wrong first of all and secondly uh, the angle wouldn't be right i mean it's i mean at max it would be i don't know how tall not not very tall not very high up because of the way like the way it, you know i don't know how to explain that properly the, but the angle tra the trajectory yes, sure, was wrong right that is completely wrong there's no way because if you're at Shit, if you're at 60 feet plus, I mean, that angle is going to go probably more to the top, into the top of your skull and like, fuck, like out through under your ear almost. Because that is an angle that, that's a very steep angle. I mean, I, there's no way that you could have an entrance wound and, you know, be jolted back that way if from that high up. Right. That, that's where that's, I mean that's one thing that I do know is that 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 part is not possible. That's why. Uh, do you remember watching the Seinfeld episode where they? You know damn well I don't pay attention to any Seinfeld episode because I don't like that show. But well, they go on. They uh, make fun of it in that Seinfeld episode where um, the baseball player spits on uh, Kramer and um, 
Oh, yeah, Newman. Like vaguely because they're talking about the angle at which the split <laughs> yeah. hit. Yeah. yeah, because they're making fun of the Warren Commission's magic bullet theory. Right. Where they said that the bullet went through, came around, stopped in midair, you know, then it, it wounded the governor who was sitting next to him, and then turned around and then came and then uh, wounded, a, you know, the, uh, wounded him on his side. It's just, uh, there's no way, fucking way, basically. Which yeah, that's is why. not how, I don't know about anybody else, but like, we live in small town country, so there's lots of hunting and gun-toting Americans around here, and I have yet to see a bullet uh, just turn around and take a hiatus back the other way. Unless it's hitting metal, then that is possible, but unless this governor had a steel frame inside him no. i don't think that's uh that's likely yeah yeah so the, that whole thing with the magic bullet theory is um why don't you go into that a little bit because i don't know about that the warren commission um tried to explain away the fact that the governor or the guy i you know i can, honestly can't recall if it was the governor a governor but it was someone that was sitting next to jfk he was a somehow in the government. I'm pretty sure he was a governor. I mean, I'm sure you could look it up, whatever the fuck his name is. But uh, he was wounded, you know, also during this. And to explain how he was wounded, um, you know, because they tried to explain it by, well, Lee Harvey Oswald shot him also accidentally, you know. That's how they tried to explain how his wounds, but none of his wounds made any fucking sense to any semblance of uh, being shot at the same time as JFK from Lee Harvey Oswald's shitty rifle up in the book depository building. There's no way that, that his wounds could have been made from that same bullet that went through JFK's head. So that's basically the magic bullet theory. They they explain this whole thing um, in the Warren Commission that you know it, it makes zero sense and there's no fucking way it could ever happen in real life. Well, yeah, logic tells me that that's all bullshit. Which they just they just said it. You know, they didn't. You know, they're like that's why it's called the magic bullet theory because it. Because it's never happened. It's never since. happened before or after. You know. Right. See, that's the problem with all these conspiracy theories. Something happens that has never happened ever before or since, and we're just supposed to take it as okay and move on to the right. next thing. Right, we're just supposed to believe what mm. they say, have it shoved down our throat, and not question it. Yeah, okay, and bullets can change trajectory in mid-flight and uh, do their own thing. I mean... Think of it from, I don't know, maybe someone who's never ever had a gun or never lived in the country or any of that, maybe they would buy that and believe that. But, I mean, again, you are a previous army man slash sniper, and I've grown up in the sticks with guns and redneck family, so, like, I know that that's physically not possible. You know that's physically not possible. So, I, I mean, there are probably are people who are like, oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, sure, maybe, you know, because they've never, ever experienced holding a gun, shooting a gun, even care about, you know, no, 
no affiliation with guns of any kind. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, it's possible that they could believe that. I mean, that, that's probably what they're hoping for. It kind of like, you know, with a lot of other things, too, like people in big cities, that's where the majority of the people are. So as long as they get the majority of the people to believe that, it's okay. You know what I mean? Right, and why would the government be actively trying to lie? I mean, that doesn't even cross the mind of most people. Why, why would the government actively be trying to lie that would never even enter their brain so whatever is on the news is being and is being told right but like you said at this time that really hadn't um you know people weren't questioning things a lot at this time not the mainstream right they just you know they didn't expect that they didn't think of that you know it was a different time then you know a lot of a lot of bad shit that that had happened wasn't really brought to their attention or people weren't aware of it yet or even thinking about that no. So, I mean, I do understand why some people would uh, believe that because, you know, even there's some people around here who have grown up that way and still have no clue about guns. So I could see people, I guess, buying that. I mean, people with a brain, you think, wouldn't. But if you have literally no experience whatsoever and someone told you that, then I could, I mean, I could understand people taking it for a lie, I guess. Yeah, and I think, uh, you know, people aren't expecting um, any of that to happen. So they're, they would never uh, be questioning any of that. They just, whatever happens, they just accept it and uh, move on with their day. But people who have any experience or any knowledge of weapons or what were in the army before or, you know, they see the story and they're like, Wait, you're telling me a guy, a lone gunman from the sixth story shot the president and achieved two headshots in a moving vehicle. I mean, moving targets is hard. I mean, I barely passed sniper school on moving targets. It's not easy. And the easiest way to shoot a moving target is the trap method. So... As a target's coming by, you're watching the target before it gets to you, and you're keeping your rifle in one spot. And waiting for that. You're to cross, waiting. Cross basically the tip of your yes. gun, basically. You're waiting for the target to go where you're already pointed, and then based on how fast it's moving, you'd lead it either before or after mm-hmm. a little bit. But the other method is to the ambush method of moving your rifle with the fucking target. But that, I don't know anyone who does that unless you're shooting skeet with a shotgun, you know, but if you're shooting a long range target that's moving, the trap trapping method is really the only method that works with, with any sort of accuracy. Mm -hmm. So when I hear that story as someone who has any knowledge of shooting and, I just automatically I'm like what that sounds crazy there's no fucking way but the average person who has no experience is just like oh yeah they wouldn't question that. okay that sounds about right he was in the Marines okay he must be good right yeah they just sounds assume, good they just assume that right right what about the bullets or does I mean like you said you theorized that there were multiple gunmen um, were there different kinds of bullets to prove or disprove that theory the bullets, I don't think, were ever um, 
they did find bullet fragments, and so they say it was a six point five millimeter um, round that uh, was that, that killed, killed JFK. What about the other two, or well, I guess other one, the, the other. Well, the other um, wounds, like from the guy, uh, he didn't have any actual shot. They were like shrapnel type wounds. Okay. So they say that um, the uh, projectile went through JFK's head, came out, you know, and then like in a shrapnel style wounded the governor. Um, But they had um, the fragments, uh, I believe, of the bullet. Um, But none of the fragments that they had had any... DNA, you know, they didn't have DNA at that time, but they didn't have any um, blood, bone, nothing. Well, that's not what I'm asking. I'm them. asking, like, so they have fragments of the bullet. Does does it for sure f- that kind of bullet that would fit that gun? You know what I'm saying? Because if there was multiple gunmen in my brain, they'd probably not use the same kind no, of No, I don't believe they did have the, um, they didn't have an intact um, round. They didn't have an intact uh, projectile to say like to say yeah, this is a six sure, five. Yeah, to say for sure it went to this gun. No, no, or I don't. This gun no, or whatever. no. Okay. And it, all the fragments that they did have didn't have any blood or bone or skull or anything on them. And uh, well, how is that possible? That's not possible. Hmm. If it went through JFK's head, there'd be blood. blood every, all of JFK's DNA would be on those right things that went into the governor. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, so none of that, and also those rounds, too, um, were known to be shitty, Mm -hmm. you know, so if you're shooting a long-range target, you need to have, um, a round that has a decent amount of powder in the round, uh, you know, the faster it comes out, the better you're... Accuracy. Yeah, better chances it's going to kill what you want it to kill yeah. and hit what you want it to hit. Right. You know, this the more powder, the the flatter the projectile projectile flies through the air, the better. You know, and that specific rounds that they found um, for that rifle were all known to be uh, subpar. Not, yeah, not good quality. You know, I know for me personally, if I'm going to go shoot someone. Uh, I'm gonna buy the round that is the best for my rifle, and I'm gonna have practiced multiple times prior to that to make sure that I'm not gonna be on target <laughs> when the day comes. Because if not, uh, who the hell goes to the store, buys shit ammo, uh, and wings it from the sixth floor and achieves a two hits there's no fucking way mm-hmm. i mean well that's another thing too. no fucking way that's another thing too um like i i you know obviously there was people there watching and whatever but did um how do i put this was it known the exact route that it was like the president was going to take that day so he could plan all that like he theoretically he could plan all of that based on because he knew exactly the route he was going to travel and the time in which he that's was another travel. contested um, contested element. Um, the route was changed 
uh, I think that the day of the the motorcade, the route was going to go a different way. Mm-hmm. But that day, you know, because the Secret Service has to plan all this prior right. to the president getting there. Correct, because he's got security. He's got all these people right. who, are, the, who are supposed to be protecting right. him at all times. The president isn't planning any of this. The right. Secret Service, that's their fucking job. Plan the route for all the re, the purpose of, that this doesn't happen. And the day that... I, I think it was the day or the day before um, the route got changed so that it would go in Dealey Plaza where the book depository building was. You know, it wasn't going to go on that route originally. So, But my point is, was that route known to the public? I don't think so. I don't believe so. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I don't think it was. And, and if it was, it, I think it may have been just announced because he was waving you know, at the crowd, right. so people were going to come, but I think it may have been announced that day, you know, it's not like he had three weeks out to go fucking do dry runs uh, to make sure he can get the gun in and pro- get his right. get his final hide fully prepared, you know, I mean, if you're going to do something that to that magnitude, you would want to practice it multiple times prior, Right. and I'm pretty sure that you know, the route was changed at the last minute, and um, I don't think anyone knew. I don't, I, I could be wrong. Maybe, maybe they did, but um, either way, the route was changed from its original route uh, with not very much um, time in between. Right. So, so, probably not at least not enough time to, you know, pick the building. How are you going to get into that building? How are you going to get the gun into that building? Um, what window are you going to use? What, you know, all that stuff. So yeah. all those things come into play. So it wouldn't have been most likely not enough time to figure out all of that stuff. Plus then get your, you know, angle figured out, <laughs> all that stuff. Right. I mean, can you imagine if you're uh, Oswald and you hear on the radio the day, say you hear the day before, uh, JFK is going to be driving his motorcade through Dealey Plaza tomorrow at uh, noon. Um, whatever, you know. Well, I guess if I was, if I literally was Oswald and I did do it, I'd be like, well, fucking great. I work there. I can work right next to it. Man, I can just go upstairs and, man, they just made my life so much easier. But if I didn't do it, I'd be like, son of a bitch. Like, everything is thrown off. You know, like, I would have to, I would have to be working all night to figure this out and, yeah, you know, because that's a whole new set of how am I going to get in there, um, Blah, blah, blah. Like, all yeah. that stuff. You know, but if, again, if I was Oswald, I wouldn't be dumb enough to choose the place in which I work to do it because people know me. If I did have a gun or I was limping, they would recognize that and be like, hey, man, what's up? Like, you all right? right. Yeah. There'd, there'd be a lot of questioning of what I was doing because they know me there. Yeah. If they... I, However, on the flip side, I guess they would be like, okay, well, he is here all the time, so, you know, like, he wouldn't be out of place. However, everything else, though, like, if he was doing something out of character, people would remember that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, that would be really hard. For sure. Yeah, it's just, uh, there's, there's just too many. See, and this is only a small aspect of the entire JFK assassination i mean there's like a hundred other aspects Mm -hmm. that don't add up this is you know 
we're mostly focusing on JF on Lee Harvey Oswald's shot right. from the book Depository Building, but there's like so many other inconsistencies that lead to conspiracy theories. Mm-hmm. You know, typically when things happen uh, that are crazy or murders or anything, they happen and it's not too crazy how they happened. And they can you can find out the facts about them pretty easily. But with this case and so many other conspiracies... Um, Evidence is lost, mishandled, <laughs> tampered with, uh, you know, ev- witnesses that turn up dead, like all this stuff that just doesn't typically happen in a typical case of any kind. Like normally, I mean, don't get me wrong, cases are mishandled a lot, but most of the time you can physically see like this person touched this, they showed up here, they went there, um, witnesses saw this, blah, and there's, you know, there's, everything kind of goes off without a hitch. But, but with conspiracy theories, conspiracy theories, it's not that way. Like, everything that probably could go wrong and will go wrong just magically seems to. Um, and just conveniently, I guess, for those involved with it. Um, it was, is there anything, um, because Jackie was in the car with him, did she have anything to say about it? Does she lean one way or the other? I'm pretty sure she said that um, uh, it was conspiracy. Uh, that So she kind of believes, or at least leans that way as well. I believe so. I'm pretty sure that she stated that uh, he was killed. They, they killed him. Or something. She well, I mean, she, I mean, but physically, like, she might think that based, you know, just based, because she lived with them and based on, you know, other things, but as far as the actual shot went, she was in that car, mm-hmm. and, you know, like I said, she went and kind of grabbed after him, like, not that she necessarily would have seen where the bullet came from, but how he moved, did he say anything, like, any of that stuff from a directly in the car type of situation was there anything that she saw or acknowledged that that would make a person lean one way or the other I don't think she said anything one way or another other than um, making some statement that like they got him or something like oh they got they got him okay. kind of like it wasn't a super surprise so maybe they Jackie and JFK were kind of already like anticipating something like this could happen to him I mean, if he, if he was doing things against what other people were recommending or whatever that didn't, or they didn't like, I guess. Yeah, but yeah, there's, uh, yeah, it's just, it's always the same. It's always the same type of story. And I think one of the re- reasons I wanted to start with um, JFK, obviously we didn't cover the entire JFK uh, conspiracy, but... We can, always, we can always circle back to some more evidence. Yeah, like there's so many. Point. I mean, so many books have been written about um, all the crazy conspiracy theories about it. But the main thing I why I chose this topic to be the first topic is JFK and uh, the conspiracies that stem from uh, JFK's assassination um, are directly correlated to our current state of affairs. You know, after JFK was assassinated, we were in Vietnam for, you know, from 64 until 1975. Uh, You know, it was the biggest, you know, 58,000 Americans died during that war. 
and we've been consistently at war ever since then you know and there's been this constant bullshit happening would you say that the JFK stuff is maybe what started to spark Americans into questioning their government or do you think that that maybe happened before or later or do you think that this was kind of like the big moment where people were like okay I, I think not right. I think it was a watershed moment just in general that it wasn't um, sparking everyone to question the government or not question the government but it was uh, a watershed moment that was um, led the country down a different path that it would have been on had it not been for uh, the assassination you know if JFK would have just um, gone through his presidency without being killed the country may have been on a different path than it was um, but since he was killed um, it, I think it, it kind of uh, led into our current system you know it led into the ultimate um, military industrial complex being established constant wars constant propaganda constant um, destruction of America America is fucked right now and it's all been going down since then you know right and I think JFK it was just a, a such a huge moment that uh, it led to this current state of affairs which is why I wanted to start with this topic so. so yeah, basically that's our um, commerce premise yeah. for the podcast. Yeah, that's our uh, concept for this one. Uh, every episode is going to be basically uh, a conversation about um, different conspiracy theories, uh, and then with Tony's input, you know, because. I know all the official story and unofficial story accounts, you know, obviously I'm not an expert, but I know generally, whereas she only knows mostly just the basics. And, so, not, and not only that, I, I know we're married and we love each other and all that good stuff, but we don't think the same way. I don't know. My brain works in a roundabout way. His is pretty direct, so I just feel like it. it's a good hopefully good roundabout um, conversation that we have. Like I'll think of questions that I think of that he may not have thought of or, you know, maybe I thought of a different piece of the puzzle that he hadn't thought of that he could add in his input, but he didn't think to bring it up. That's basically what we're going for here. And um, also we're going to do a couple other things with this podcast. This will be our main chunk of it, but on Tuesdays I want to do a crime time uh episode for you guys each week and he wants to do like fun stories in, in which we might bring on um listeners to share their own stories as well on saturdays to do some funny stories um about you know just life i guess big town small town crazy shit that's happened to you and us so yeah yeah so uh that's pretty much it we're you know it's eight thirty. we are pretty tired we've uh we're not old, but we have kids and uh, dogs, and uh, as you can hear, the damn dogs and mm -hmm. uh, the kids and everything else, it makes you pretty worn out by 8.30 in the evening each day, so... Uh, 
We're ready to wrap this shit up. Yeah, we're. It's that's just about it. But yeah, we're. Uh, thanks for tuning in to the uh, Double Thought Dimension podcast. Uh, again, I'm your host Derek uh, with my co-host Tony, my yeah. wife. Take it easy, guys, until we meet again. Also, uh, DoubleThoughtDimension.com. You can find uh, all of our information, like our email. Um, our RSS feed for the podcast. There'll be a link to the Instagram. Uh, we're only going to do an Instagram page for the Crime Time Tuesday, which will have like photos and evidence stuff that I find for the cases that I'm going to cover. So. And also, there's uh, blog entries. Also, just uh, you know, I've got a lot of um, shit that I think about each day. So all that information is going to be in one location at DoubleThoughtDimension.com. So head there and check it out. Take it easy. Goodbye.